guys. Welcome back to Thick and Thin. I'm Katie Bellotti. As you guys probably know, I do this little podcast every single week called Thick and Thin, where I basically talk about the real stuff in life. I give you kind of a firsthand look at what's going on in my brain. I was actually thinking about this on the way home. I was like, literally anyone who listens to this podcast knows exactly what is going on inside of my head, which is kind of scary, but also, you know, I find that it's kind of therapeutic to, sorry, my phone is buzzing, uh, to let out these thoughts and to really just talk to you guys about what is going on with me. Because as you guys know, I'm living, doing things in New York City. I have a job all day long. And a lot of times I find my mind wandering to places and I'm like, wow, I wonder if anyone else thinks about this as well. And it's, you know, crazy to see your responses and your feedback to this podcast because it makes me feel like I'm not crazy and I hope that you guys are feeling a little less crazy as well listening to it but yeah so Anyway, uh, as you guys know, I'm going to talk about today's sponsor before I get into anything crazy Um, but today I'm basically going to talk about life as it pertains to aesthetic and how a lot of times we're kind of obsessed with curating our lives uh, to the point where you know, we get very frustrated when things aren't perfect. And I've talked about this before in the past, you know, as it pertains to relationships and stuff. But I think there's, there's so many different elements to, you know, how, how one feels when they have quote unquote, their life together. uh, And you know, how it's kind of unrealistic to feel like that all the time. And that's why we get frustrated. So that's kind of the gist of today's episode. But before I get into all of that, I do want to introduce tonight's sponsor, which another little ASMR uh, thing here. Oh, I guess it didn't really make. Oh, there you go. You kind of get the the cap coming off here. I'm drinking um this dirty lemon turmeric drink. And if you guys are aware of what dirty lemon is, you probably are because it's very big on social. It's very like trendy and cool. But I've actually been drinking dirty lemon before. It was like very trendy and cool. Um, I'm an OG dirty lemon fan. And so when they offered to sponsor tonight's podcast, I was like what like what me like really me because I don't know dirty lemons like so cool and trendy and I'm like am I cool and trendy I guess so so anyway they sent me a bunch of the different flavors I've drank the charcoal one before so I wanted to give a new one a try and they sent a few cases of the turmeric and I don't know if I mentioned this but dirty lemon is a beverage brand and they have eight different flavors of beverages so I've tried the charcoal so the turmeric was exciting because turmeric has actually been one of my secret weapons for years I started in high school using turmeric face masks and so you know I can imagine that turmeric would be good for your insides as well and I looked it up and it's actually an anti-inflammatory it improves liver function and pain relief um overall it's just really beneficial it's been beneficial for sent decorate decade whoa centuries not decades not decorations I don't know what I was trying to say there and guys it actually tastes good so this thing this turmeric dirty lemon drink is my secret weapon for this you know cold and flu season when people are getting gross and sick and I'm like no stay away from me Uh, I have this drink I'm gonna bring it to the office and put them in my in the office fridge and have everyone try it it's gonna be great Um, but yeah so as always there is a little deal for you guys as my listeners dirty lemon has offered us a deal Um, all you have to do is mention code k-a-t-y so that's my name katie k-a-t-y-b so the letter b katie b B as in boy. Wow. Could I have made that any more complicated? All you have to do is mention that code and Dirty Lemon will add an extra case for free to your order. So you get a whole extra case you can give to a friend or just save for yourself and have extra. Um, And to get started with this, all you have to do is send a text message. Super easy. Just whip out your phone right now while you're listening to this multitask. Uh, Text 917-588-588. 
917-588-0640. That's 917-588-0640. And enter that code K-A-T-Y-B in the text message, send away, and someone will be in touch with you about ordering some stuff. So yeah, uh, that is it for tonight's sponsor. Thank you guys for listening to that. And I actually highly recommend uh, checking out Dirty Lemon. I really have been a supporter of it for years and it's very trendy, very pretty. Would be great for a flat lay if you guys are into that on Instagram and such for your aesthetic. Um, Which actually, which brings me to the whole premise of tonight's episode, aesthetic. It's a big buzzword. You guys will see where that comes in after I get started. Um, Yeah, so I guess kind of backing up the inspiration for tonight's episode, what kind of reached out to me this week and inspired me to talk about all this that I'm about to talk about um, is a friend of mine who um, I've actually never met in person, which is funny because as you guys know, my mom always told me don't make friends on the internet, uh, but some of my internet friends are actually my best friends. So take that, mom. <laughs> I am fine. I have not uh, gotten any issues so far, but anyway, so uh, besides being catfished a few times or being the subject of catfishing, I was like, whatever, I'm not going to get into that, but So the friend's name is Bianca and her username on Instagram. Everyone, please go to Instagram right now and follow her because I'm like no joke. Her quotes, she's um, very big on like posting quotes. She doesn't post a lot of like photos of herself, but she posts a lot of quotations that she writes herself, like little anecdotes, little stories, little things that literally quite literally reach out of the screen and grab you and shake you and they're like listen to this like this is important um not only that but also I feel like sometimes she like literally has you know she's like reading my mind she like knows exactly what we're thinking as millennials and gen z and like what we're struggling with and she puts it into words so beautifully and her username is rainbow salt um, and her name is Bianca Sparacino. Sparacino. I've never actually heard her say her name in person as we are internet friends. So I don't really know how to pronounce it, but I think it's Sparacino um, based on cappuccino, <laughs> basically. But yeah, so um, I have the privilege of receiving her book. She sent it to me in the mail and highly recommend. It's a really good like stocking stuffer idea or I think I'm actually going to gift this to all of my best friends in the city. Um, maybe even some people I work with because it's extremely, extremely relevant. Her, um, the book is called The Strength in Our Scars and I think it's her first title, but I'm not quite sure. Um, the back of it is so compelling. It says, you are not broken, you are becoming. And I want to, I'm going to like just flip through and read some of these things to you guys. Um, but I also do want to note that the reason why I'm talking about um, the idea of, you know, having an aesthetic to your life and why we're kind of obsessed with, you know, quote unquote self-care, but like not actual self-care. Like, I mean, you know, obviously self-care looks different for everybody. Like it could be a bath bomb for someone or therapy, like actual getting, you know, psychological help for another person. But you know, we're kind of, our generation is kind of obsessed with this idea of, you know, improving, self-improvement, you know, always, but, you know, in the form of like, you know, expensive creams and like, you know, products from La Mer and Glossier and like makeup, which is funny that I'm saying this considering I work for a makeup brand, but it's like, we are constantly on the search of, or on like the, the mission of improving ourselves because for some reason, you know, the body and the persona that we are born with is not enough for us. And I really want to just like talk about that and unpack it because I'm victim. I'm, or I'm, you know, a perpetrator of that. I'm obsessed with improving myself. You know, why do you think that I take so many risks in like moving to New York and starting this job and like doing all this stuff? Like, why do you think I'm just obsessed with like becoming this, this version of myself that I see in my mind when I picture myself in five years? You know, why, why am I so obsessed with like, 
and well, first of all, why do I why am I obsessed with that that image? But also, you know, why do I think that these creams and these exercise classes and this, 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 and this will change, you know, will ultimately get me there? You know, at the end of the day, it's what you do and what's in your mind. It's not what you put on your face per se. But, you know, there is an element of confidence that we get when we buy a new cream or we, you know, you know, use a different makeup product. I don't know. Things like that. Embellishments. Like, why are we obsessed with these embellishments in our lives? My stomach is growling um, because I have a dinner soon and I might actually have to end this podcast a little early tonight because I'm late to getting ready for this dinner. But naturally, podcasting is way more important than going to this wine place with my friends. Um, It's called Wind wind Down. Wind Down. Do you get it? Oh, well. Okay. Anyway, I want to read first the excerpt from this book that, you know, triggered me to talk about you know, something of this nature. And it doesn't actually have to do with aesthetic and, of uh, you know, using these products to embellish your life or whatever, but it kind of just triggered something in my mind that led me to this thought. So it says, I'm a firm believer. This is on page three, by the way, if you have your own book. I'm a firm believer in there being beauty in the contrast, in the light and the dark days, in the hope and the hurt, in the fire and in the ash. I'm a firm believer in the fall and in the rise, in the sin and in the saving. I'm a firm believer in the broken, the people who hold their pieces together with belief, who bandage their fear and faith. I'm a firm believer in the souls who have always managed to protect their soft, who have always known, even when it ached the most, that their wounds were healing them, and that the hardest parts of life were growing them from the inside. I'm a firm believer in there being beauty in contrast. You have not lived until you died. So that, as I mentioned, didn't like explicitly come out and, you know, say what I just previously mentioned, but it kind of, it it led me to realize that I'm kind of obsessed with my life being beautiful from all angles, which, you know, isn't, isn't an obscure, like isn't a unique idea. Like, let's be real. Everyone, you know, makes songs about this, makes plays about this, makes movies about this. You know, the idea that, you know, we as human beings are kind of obsessed with looking great from all angles, you know, not necessarily just just appearance. A lot of times it is appearance, but, you know, in terms of act like looking secure with a job or a boyfriend or, you know, a really nice house or, you know, only the best clothing. And we're kind of, you know, a lot of times more focused on the outside than on the inside you know what's brewing what's plaguing us what's hurting us you know and it's something that I struggled with for years you know I kind of I was thinking about this uh, whoa English English Katie I was thinking about this actually on my way to work this morning because I did that thing I was actually at the laundromat um or the the cleaners I guess is the better way to say it I was dropping off my laundry because I'm lazy as fuck um and can't use the uh washer dryer in my own building because I'm scared to go in the basement yep that's the truth right there Uh, spilling some truth here tonight but Yeah, so I was at the cleaners and I was, you know, pulling open Snapchat because my friends are like crazy and we're always like constantly, like I always miss like hours of Snapchat and I catch up. Um, So I was like, you know, scrolling through Snapchat and then of course, like, you know, when like the front camera, front facing camera just like turns on randomly and you're like, whoa, I did not order that. Like, okay, I did not ask to see myself from that angle, you know, or even when you like, 
are taking photos and you you think you look good you're like oh I look so like trendy I look so great blah 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 you look at them you know in the mirror and you're like I look great I like this outfit or you like feel confident and then you see photos from a different angle or someone else takes a photo of you and you're like oh my god I definitely like do I look like that like oh my god that is terrifying like I need to you know lose weight in my face like that's always my first thought I saw photos of myself for an event and I was like but yeah back to the front facing camera so I was in the cleaners you know the front facing camera just flips open and I see myself and I let it like I just put on my face of makeup for the day this was like 7 30 in the morning or 8 maybe 8 let's say 8 it was like about 8 in this morning and I was like wait I haven't even like stepped foot into work yet and I look this bad you know and naturally whenever you know anyone else would see me they probably would never think that I you know look bad like whenever people are always like oh I look so haggard I look so tired I look at their face and I'm like what are you talking about but you know everyone you always say like you're your own worst critic it's so true like you're only going to you know criticize yourself at this point because you've seen yourself at your best and you've seen yourself at your worst and also you know you you wake up and you look at the same face in the mirror every day so of course you're going to be critical you know of the one that you see every day because you compare yourself and comparison is the thief of joy as I've said many times but I think we're kind of obsessed with our life being consistently bright and happy you know perfectly looking days and you know we we get like really, really panicked when things aren't bright and happy and perfect. And so when I see myself in that front facing camera and I'm like, oh my God, you know, I was feeling confident walking down the street, you know, being all like New York City and cool and like, you know, with my laundry on my way to work, holding my coffee, you know, and then that just like shattered my dreams into a million pieces because I'm like, wow, I am, I am trash, (laughs) which isn't true. But of course, like you, you kind of are dramatic. Like I am, I'm very dramatic, um, especially when it starts raining, my friends always tell me that's like a random thought but my friends always make fun of me because whenever it rains and I'm caught in the rain or walking somewhere in the rain I get very very dramatic like I had a look an actual breakdown um when I was in Florence I was studying abroad in Italy and I was walking to my birthday dinner so my birthday was on my birthday let alone um I was turning 21 yeah 21 21st birthday in Florence Italy living the best life living my Lizzie McGuire dream and you know we were walking to dinner and we got a little lost because naturally like maps do not like work in Italy because like random streets just like aren't on the map so we got lost trying to find this place and it was like extra special we were late for the reservation and then it just starts fucking raining out of nowhere and I was like I I was just I just started crying (laughs) do you ever just like yeah I was probably on my period too to be honest but like I just started crying and ever since my friends will not let me live it down they're like whenever it starts raining Katie gets because I honestly like get in a bad mood when it starts raining because I'm like my my hair you know and things aren't perfect I freak out and like as does a lot of people you know I've it's been a goal of mine to be comfortable with not having my life be perfect and beautiful and aesthetically pleasing all the time believe me it's easier said than done because I always say that I'm going to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and you know comfortable with things being a little bit messy and it's easier said than done guys like this morning I was sitting down doing my makeup 
you know, prior to the cleaners and front facing camera situation, I was sitting actually where I'm sitting right now at my desk. I've been doing my makeup, my makeup at my desk. Um, as of late, I kind of switch it around based on where the lighting is coming from. But now that there's like no light, I've been using my lamp at my desk. Um, but I was sitting here doing my makeup and then all of a sudden there's like a knock on my door. This is like at like seven and I was like freaking out because I was like, oh my God, like do I open the door? It's a strange man with like some sort of holding something. And I was like, oh my God. Um, but then I realized he was an exterminator. And so I let him in because there's like roaches around New York as you know and I actually found one in my kitchen which is not glamorous and I freaked out and um, I let it sit there for a day until I could find a friend to help me get rid of it yep I am not capable of uh womaning up sometimes I like needed a glass of wine to do it um but yeah he came in and I was like very very distraught because my apartment wasn't very clean when he came in and I was like freaking out because I was like thinking he was gonna judge me um which he probably did but like does it matter am I ever probably gonna see this guy again uh no do you think he's thinking about this this situation this morning and how messy my apartment was no but of course I obsess over it you know the same goes for really like any situation you're going through it's like you know you I don't know people a lot of people are insecure when they don't have like a job post-grad or you know they don't I don't know they're not dating anyone or I don't know you can insert your own situation and you think that everyone knows like you think that everyone is aware that this is like you know happening to you and you're like a failure or you just got dumped for the third time and you're you know unable to be loved and you, you just kind of manufacture these news stories about yourself Like, do you feel this way? It's like, you think that everyone's looking at you, but honey, honestly, they're not. Like, you, you think that everyone is, like, pointing at you and laughing behind your back, but they're not. They're way too obsessed with considering if everyone else is thinking about them. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, everyone is, everyone is so insecure. I mean, a lot of people, maybe not everyone, but I have, I have kind of a little bit of an inkling that, you know, whether you know it or not, everyone is a bit insecure about something in their life. You know, even the top business moguls who have a lot of money and whatever are, you know, worried about, you know, is my wife cheating on me? I don't know. That's just a little story I just threw in there because I feel like a lot of, that's just like a, a story that happens a lot in uh, TV shows, a storyline there. But you know what I'm saying? It's like even the most secure people that you think have absolutely no flaws, they have flaws. I've mentioned this on podcasts in the past, but I you know, freshman year came in and saw this group of girls who I thought were so perfect and amazing and I never thought I'd be friends with them. They had the coolest clothes and you know that group of people who just, you know, in classes, you know, just always seemed like they just have no fears and they're not insecure about anything and, you know, after sophomore year, I actually ended up being friends with these girls that I had looked at freshman year and have been like, wow, I want to be, I want to be like them And now they're some of my best friends and I can tell you not to just expose or like drag them down on the podcast, but to be honest with you, they experience more hardships and worries about, you know, feeling insecure than anyone else I've ever spoken to. You know, it's, you always think the grass is greener, but truly everyone struggles and everyone tries to cover up their struggles with pretty pictures and aesthetically pleasing face masks and thinks that, you know, buying these things or doing, you know, I don't know, just making your life look as Instagrammable as possible. Like you think that that's going to solve all your problems and it's just, it's just not, you know, and as Bianca says in her book, it's like, you know, there's beauty in the contrast, you know, there's beauty in showing 
you know, shedding light on both, you know, the pretty things, you know, and then the ugly things. It's kind of like, you know, fluorescent lighting and, uh, you know, soft lighting. I have both in my apartment because, you know, I, I hate that I have fluorescent lighting. I've mentioned this before, but both my kitchen and now my bathroom has fluorescent lighting because the other day my light went out in my bathroom and it was kind of tragic because that's where I used to do my makeup and now I can't see anything in there or I couldn't the other day. This is on Monday of this week well which feels like three weeks ago because this has been the longest fucking week in the world but yeah so my my light went out in my bathroom like did that scary thing where it kind of like the light bulb exploded and I thought I was gonna die yeah that sort of thing and I you know naturally this was like 11 o'clock at night on Monday and I texted my landlord because I just you know wanted him to come ASAP the next day to fix it and it's not like I couldn't fix it on my I guess honestly I couldn't because it's kind of a special light like I know how to fix a light bulb guys it's like not rocket science but um this is like a special like very vintage light that I also I can't reach and also I I just don't even know where to begin with changing it um so I called my or texted my landlord and I was like hey Felix um like just letting you know my light went out in my bathroom if you could help me help me fix it tomorrow that'd be great texted him this sent it and he texted me back and he was like I do not work 24 hours please do not text me this late at night and I was like oh okay I just got sassed by another man love it add that to the list (laughs) sorry taking a sip of my turmeric um yeah so anyway the next day he came in and he put in a light and I you know I came home from work and tested it out and it was fluorescent fluorescent light and I guys I I just like don't even know if you understand how I feel about fluorescent lighting like ask any of the roommates I've ever had in life and they will tell you I'm actually a freak about lighting so of course I turn on my light when I get home to like use the bathroom or something and it's fluorescent and I think I literally had a mini heart attack um because no no one does fluorescent lighting okay or maybe they do but they just don't have taste (laughs) sorry (laughs) that was out there um but yeah so you know not every part of your life is going to be perfect soft lighting like some of it's going to be fucking fluorescent like a doctor's office and you can't get around it and you know it's you're gonna have points in your life where you can't have that aesthetically pleasing you know lighting going on it's not going to be that soft glow of like Christmas lights and you know that like feeling where it's like you can't see how gross your place is because it just like has that light you know or not fluorescent wow that light like glow to it yeah not every element of your life is going to be like that and so that's why I struggle sometimes with the fluorescent periods of my life um, as does many people and guys I'm sure you're you know maybe hopefully nodding your head at this while you're listening to this because I, I struggle with this all the time. So yeah, okay. I guess what I kind of wanted to do in this podcast episode is just flip through this book that I got from Bianca. This is not sponsored by her, by the way. She has absolutely no idea that I'm even recording this um, or talking about her book, but I hope she gets an influx of you guys following her and appreciating her work because she deserves it. Um, but I just kind of want to flip through this book and read, you know, random passages. I've kind of skimmed through this whole thing because it's actually pretty long. Like it's not one of those like books you pay for and it's like three pages and you're like, what the fuck? Like it's actually a very, very decent read. Um, and I just want to, you know, skim through or like lands on. I kind of want to close the book and just open it on a page. And maybe that is like, you know, meant to be that passage is just meant to be for us to talk about. So yeah, I just want to flip through and then comment on passages with my thoughts and feelings about things because I honestly don't know what else to talk about this week. So there you go. Okay. (laughs) So let's let's flip through. Okay. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm just going to flip. Okay. Ooh. 
Okay, so these pages, I flipped through to um, page 52 and 53, and they're both about love, it looks like, which you guys always, you know, whatever it's called, you uh, harass me, or not harass me, what's it called? You guys get mad sometimes when I talk a lot about dating. You're like, Katie, talk about something more, you know, deeper and more interesting. I'm like, okay, but guys, the book chose, not me. They want to talk about, <laughs> the book wants us to talk about love. Um Okay, so I'm going to read this one. It says, love is your childhood home, your favorite part on the couch, the same chair at the kitchen table. Love is your worn-in sweater, the way it smells after you hang it to dry in the garden. Love is the creak in the stairs, the hook in the entryway you always hang your coat on, but leaving makes a mess of it all. It rearranges things. Suddenly, the couch is different, and your favorite chair is broken. Your worn-in sweater is torn, and the clothing lines in the backyard have been blown down by the wind. Suddenly, the stairs are quiet in the night. The hook is on the other side of the room. Healing forces you move. Healing forces you to move. Whoa. Forces you to buy a different couch. Forces you to replace the chair. Healing stitches together your worn-in sweater. Patches it with new fabric. Pieces of another story. Healing forces you to embrace the silence in the steps. The fact that you have to hang your coat in a different place from now on. Healing forces you to change. To leave behind the familiar healing forces you to rebuild goosebumps woo oh my god so many of her little um anecdotes here like give me goosebumps and this one is particularly goosebumpy because it actually you know everyone's gonna read that and think of something different but for me it's reminding me of like ah okay so I don't know if you guys know this well you probably do if you're like a longtime follower because I talk about it um obviously on my channel and on my podcast but I moved houses um I mentioned this I think on like episode three or four I moved houses um two three years ago three years ago my family moved houses while I was at college and kind of like took me by surprise and it was like surprise we're moving and I'm like what no I grew up in this house you cannot move we cannot leave this place um And it just reminds me of the feeling of, you know, running my hands down the wall one last time before I left my childhood room, the room where I, you know, started my YouTube channel, the room where I, you know, cried after call after high school every day because I was bullied. And, you know, the room where I had learned so much about myself and really, you know, kind of picked myself up again every single day of my life. You know, I just remember touching that wall of my room and being like, wow, I am not going to touch this wall again, ever, probably. And, you know, moving to the new house and feeling around how different it was. It smelled different. It was just different. And then, you know, even now I am in this apartment and it's it's different times a million because it's not even in the same state or the same, it's not even the same type of thing. It's not even a house. It's an apartment, you know. It's like, that's more of like a, a literal sense of this, but you know, in the broader sense or the deeper sense, you know, healing is, you know, being okay with having the rug flipped up from under you and just everything different and changed. And like, you know, having those new things in life, the new smell of the place where you live, the new feeling of not, you know, maybe you have a breakup and the newness of not, you know, having plans every night with your significant other or, you know, rolling over in the middle of the night and having no one next to you and, you know, little things like that, that's healing and, you know, it it forces you to move on, you know, it forces you to make changes in your life. Oh, I know that feeling. That's crazy. That's a really good one. Good one, Bianca. Um, and on the other side, it says, never lose sight of the fact that love and only love has the capacity to save even the most desperate parts of you. Wow. That's powerful. I don't know what that feels like yet because I've actually never been in love. 
Do you guys know this about me? I don't even know if you do, but I still, after how many years of life? 23 years of life, have never felt like I've loved someone else. Like besides my family, besides my friends, like whatever, but like loved, romantically loved. I've never loved someone. I thought I did, you know, but nope, (laughs) definitely not. Definitely not. So that's interesting because I never shared that. But um, okay, so I'm going to flip through and read another page. We're just going to keep doing this because I think it's fun to talk about different things. Okay. Mm. Okay. Wow. I'm just kind of, these are long ones. Oh, okay. This is a good one. I've actually seen this one on her feed before. So I really think you guys are going to connect with this one because you guys did on my Instagram story. So here it is again. Um, I hope that you know that you are deserving of everything that you want in life. You deserve to fall in love with someone who cares for you in the softest way. Someone who drives you and believes in you and is always in your corner, not just when it's easy, but when it's hard too. You deserve to be that person for yourself as well. You deserve to be surrounded by people who grow your mind, people who make you better because they push you to be better. You deserve the kind of confidence that makes you believe that anything is possible, the kind that empowers your voice and your ideas and your capacity to seek out the things that you desire. You deserve moments of pure and intense happiness, the kind that make you feel your heart beating against your chest, the kind that dizzy you and make you realize that everything will be okay because it will be. It will be. You deserve to be chosen. You deserve to be loved the way you love others. At the end of the day, you deserve to be inspired by your life. I hope you never forget that. Ugh, Bianca. Oh my God. She like kills it. Literally kills it in everything. Every single thing she writes. Because, you know, there's been times in my life where I just feel like everything's going wrong and I'm overwhelmed and I'm just like, there could not possibly be one more thing I can handle right now because I actually will physically break. Like, I think I will actually break. You know, there's been times where I've been so frustrated with things. And honestly, sometimes it's kind of the stupidest little things. And when I compare my life to that of someone who's actually struggling, someone who's, you know, homeless or hungry or any of those things, like, I, I feel like I'm being a little brat sometimes. But, you know, here's the thing, guys. Like, your feelings, like, you can't decide basically here's the thing bottom line your feelings are valid no matter how bratty they might seem no matter how afraid you are to share them because you think people are gonna you know say you're being dramatic or whatever a number of things your feelings are so valid and at the end of the day you deserve the utmost happiness and you deserve to as Bianca said be inspired by your life And, you know, it's natural that when you're not and when you're feeling, you know, kind of desperate and just upset and a number of feelings, you know, those feelings are so valid and you're allowed to feel them, but get the hell out of there. You know, whenever I've gotten extremely frustrated, you know, I've actually come to know that whenever I cry, I don't cry out of sadness a lot of times. I cry during sad movies because it's, I, I blame it on the music, to be honest, but I've never cried. You know, I've been to funerals. I've been to, you know, things. I just never have cried out of sadness. I've never, you know, mostly when I cry, which I do cry, is out of frustration. That's the number one reason. If you want to see me cry, if you want to see Katie Bilotti, this girl, cry, all you got to do is frustrate me in some way, aka you know, make it rain or something, because as I mentioned, raining makes me cry, um, or just, I don't know, just, just pull the rug out from under me in the sense that you make me mad, and I will cry, so where was I going with that, oh, you know, I'll, I'll cry out of frustration, and then I, like, look myself in the mirror, look at how my mascara is running, and I'm like, honey, no, I am not 
I did not just do my whole face of makeup to be frustrated and cry it all off because, you know, as they say, your mascara is more expensive uh, or like more important. Wait, how does it go? Don't cry because your mascara is expensive. I don't even know. Something like that. There's that one Pinteresty quote, but yeah, that quote's amazing and I want to keep going because we are already at 30 minutes. I want to keep reading some more. Okay. Um, okay. This is a really good one. So I'm on page 122. Okay. What is the point in being alive if you're not going to try for something? If you're not going to at least attempt to make your time here remarkable? Stop holding yourself back. Tell the person that makes your stomach ache with hope that every part of your heart is tender for them, even if you think that you have no chance. Whoa, that's hard. (laughs) Um, Don't just fantasize about your dream job. Actively pursue it, and if that door is not open, knock it down. Wow. Um, Buy the plane ticket, jump the fence, kiss the stranger. Make sure that you don't allow your... allow your fear to hold you back instead look at your fear in the face and invite it to dinner become its best friend live alongside it let it make you feel alive please just choose the impossibility choose risk choose making mistakes and making memories and making it up as you go just choose to embrace whatever time you have you do have here because life is finite and fragile and it vanishes too quickly make it worth it make it count Okay, so a number of things from that passage jumped out at me. Number one, the last uh, Make It Count will never not remind me of Casey Neistat from YouTube. He's a filmmaker, New York City film- filmmaker. Um, and he has like a tattoo and a whole video about making it count with Nike, I think. Um, very, very captivating phrase. But the part that really, really stuck out to me, which probably stuck out to you too, because it's like symbolic and pretty and it's something that you guys know that I would love to like say over and over again. It said... Make sure that you don't allow your fear to hold you back. Instead, look at your fear in the face and invite it to dinner. (laughs) I love that phrase. Look at your fear in the face and invite it to dinner. Become its best friend. That kind of also, you know, just goes to say that, you know, fear is something that we all experience, but instead of, you you know, letting our fear get us down and letting our fear kind of dictate our lives we should get to know that fear get to know where that fear comes from where that stems from you know I'm kind of actually I'm obsessed with asking questions and I just always want to know the answers I'm just curious I'm a constant curious person I just love knowing things about things I don't even need to know about like does that make sense I'm obsessed with like crime podcasts I love just like you know knowing about things that have happened in history I'm like kind of obsessed with history and like moments in time that have happened and you know although it has absolutely no relevance to me or you know if it does it's very very minuscule I'm very obsessed with knowing the answers and knowing stories and knowing things but one thing I'm really bad at is knowing my fear or not knowing what it is but why it is you know why am I afraid to do this you know and if I think I know the answer because sometimes I think I know why you know I realize that sometimes the answer that I come up with for my fears is actually an excuse or it's kind of a stupid reason and it's something that I'm like really that's the reason why I'm afraid to do that you know, I'm afraid to walk up to a stranger and say, I like, or I like you, or like, I don't know, like, I think you're cute because like, why am I afraid of that? Oh, because, you know, one time back in the third grade, I told a guy he was cute and he laughed at me. <laughs> like, that's my reason. Like, Katie, what the fuck? Like, that's stupid. So guys, seriously, like, ah, that's a good one. Okay. Let's read some more. Mm, 
Okay, so these ones look like they're about breaking up or breakups. So it's 58 and 59 pages. Um, and it says, I hope you have the courage to walk away from anything that no longer serves you, from anything that fails to inspire your mind. I hope you have the courage to grow, to change, to do things differently than what is expected of you, to step back and seek out the kinds of things that ignite passion and excitement within your very bones. But most of all, I hope that you have the courage to forgive yourself for all the times you did not have the courage to believe that you deserved more than the kind of life that you were settling for. Whew. Okay. So that kind of goes back to my settling podcast episode, which I hope you guys all listened to because it was very good. Um, if I do say so myself, it was probably one of my best, to be honest. Um, yeah, so I, this actually like kind of brought something up in my mind. Uh, a friend of mine uh, was just in or is in a job in the talent industry. Can I speak? Am I getting to that point where I can't talk? Um, she has a job in the talent industry or like I guess not talent. I guess it's kind of talent. Casting, like casting of talent, I guess per se. Um, and she was feeling very uninspired in her job, just feeling like she wasn't being very, like being like challenged creatively. She felt like she was just like working ridiculous hours, but to the point where she didn't see it, it escalating anywhere to where she wanted to be. Like she ultimately wants to be creative in her job with talent and and she just felt like it wasn't headed there. Um, you know, I'm all about, the fact that your first job is going to kind of suck in some elements in the sense that you have to work really hard to get to where you want to be. But she was feeling like it wasn't that. It wasn't that she was being like lazy or, you know, it was just she didn't see it going, you know, even when she was going to eventually be, you know, established, she just felt like it wasn't what she wanted. Um, and she wanted to be challenged creatively in a different way. So she did something I'm really proud of her for. And she while she's at her job and you know this is kind of normal actually guys like you're gonna you know the first time people who maybe don't have a job yet or or aren't in this industry yet um don't really might not understand this but she was actually you know doing interviews while she was working at her current or her job she was like doing other interviews with other companies that she thought might suit her better um and she was not expecting to get any you know offers or anything because to be honest she was shooting for the stars she was shooting for top name brands or you know agencies like you know Nickelodeon and like you know HBO and big big companies like that and she was like Katie there's no way I'm gonna get these jobs but I might as well try because these are more of the industry like yes they're big names and so a lot of times people think that big names are gonna be like scary and you're not gonna have a lot of voice and whatever but you know for some reason Sometimes, you know, going to a big company, you get more creative freedom than a small company because you have more room to try because, you know, the whole company is not going to fold if you make one mistake. You know what I'm saying? So that's why L'Oreal is great because for me, I can make mistakes, not that I am going to or have yet, knock on wood. Um, But there's more room for failure sometimes in a big company. But that's just a little little aside there. But so she applied to all these companies, you know, because she saw these other jobs that looked like she could be you know challenged more creatively which was important to her and guys she heard back from Nickelodeon like three days ago and she's taking the job she got the job offer from Nickelodeon so yeah you know guys like if you are unhappy or you're feeling like you're settling in the current place that you are get the hell out of there you know because there's no nothing in the world that is more important than being inspired in your daily life and I think sometimes there's things that you know are unavoidable as I mentioned like you're gonna stumble into some fluorescent lighting or stumble wait that kind of reminds me of um the the clueless quote Cher Horowitz from clueless where she goes did I stumble into some bad lighting or something um you're gonna stumble into some fluorescent lighting but you know if anything 
is is fixable like if it's something where you know you're constantly doing this thing or you know you have this toxic person in your life or are at this toxic career or something that's just not suiting you you know and you're kind of nervous or you just don't feel like you have the strength to move past that or you know rip off the band-aid sometimes guys you gotta rip off that damn band-aid because no one else is gonna do it for you you know if you don't ask the answer will always be no I stand by that quote and I think about it often you know you might as well as I mentioned that's actually how I got my current job is you know being that girl that kind of pokes and prods and asks and wonders and is curious and because that's eventually what will get you where you want to be tried and true guys so yeah okay we're at the end and my radiator just kicked in so I do need to say goodbye because it's going to be loud and annoying in like five seconds um but yeah so that's it for tonight's podcast episode guys I hope you all enjoyed um as I mentioned the book by Bianca definitely check it out it's called the strength in our scars by Bianca can I speak Bianca that's Bianca Sparacinos, S-P-A-R-A-C-I-N-O. And her username on Instagram is Rainbow Salt. Um, and then also Dirty Lemon, guys, check it out. Um, they have an Instagram, which is really great. So it's Dirty Lemon. And as I mentioned, if you guys want to use my code, that's K-A-T-Y-B. And you can get a free case of these drinks. So yeah, that is it for tonight's episode. Hope you guys all enjoyed. And I am late to dinner. Goodbye. <laughs>